0: What's going on, world? Welcome back to J House Radio. It's your boy KJ and Los. How's everybody doing today? Um, What's up, Los? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's just
1: been a very long day. um, Getting some stuff done. Helping out my girl with something. So, you know, that takes up my whole day.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, my day was a little crazy. Uh, Earlier, um, I gave my daughter some yogurt and I walked away for like, Two seconds to go do something, and I came back, and she had yogurt literally smothered on both of her arms like lotion, <laughs> and all over her face as if she just like dipped her face into the bowl. So pretty it's, much, she looked like a ghost covered in yeah, yogurt. Yeah, yeah, she looked like a ghost, and, and the crazy part is, she was just sitting on a couch like nothing happened. <laughs> I t- I turned around and my son kept making noise, you know, trying to get my attention. And I just just turned around like, what's the problem? And she's just sitting there, just playing with her toys, covered in yogurt. Like, I'm like, Like, okay.
1: Like, it's just a Tuesday. (laughs)
0: Like, it's just a Tuesday with yogurt on your face, you know? I was just like, wow, so you decide not to eat the yogurt, and instead, instead you wanted to wear the yogurt, so... You know, maybe she read an article about
1: how yogurt helps to keep the skin smooth or something.
0: Yeah, you know what? Maybe she did, because she loves to read. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, um, my my freaking kids, man, they're always full of surprises. It's, it's always something new every day, man. Every day is something new. But I'm, yeah. I'm actually curious, man. Like, are you thinking about having kids one day, or... Bro, if I'm drunk enough, it'll happen. Otherwise, I don't... I don't. Okay.
1: I, you know what it is? It's one of those things that I don't plan, bro. Whatever happens, what happens. My pull-out game is strong, bro. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> Hashtag I, pull-out I pull out when
1: I'm, I pull out when I'm using a condom. You know, just... Uh, <laughs> let, let's not take chances. You know what I'm trying oh, to say? Oh,
0: man. He said my pull-out game is strong. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, there's some people you can't even trust to pull-out of a parking spot. But, you know, me, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, that's amazing. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much, that was the highlight of my day. Um, other than that, I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, let's get some business stuff out the way. Uh, don't forget, guys, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash J House Studios to support the studio. Uh, like Lo said, any little bit helps. We have certain tiers over there with certain benefits. So if you guys want to support the studio that way, That'll be amazing. Um, I'll oh, go ahead, Los. Uh, also, don't forget that we have our uh,
1: our little contest going. Um, the one we're gonna randomly pick one of the first few people to 50 people to comment, and you're going to get a $50 gift certificate. Um, and also, we might even throw in a t shirt since I got all my t shirt making gear in order.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, being that the spring is pretty much here and summer's coming up. We're going to be adding some new apparel to our J House uh, store online. Um, it's kind of going through a revamp stage right now. So once we get that up and running and get some more, you know, gear on there for you guys, I'll be sure to give you guys a link to that so you guys can represent the show and show some support to the studio. Um, and
1: if you'd rather have a thong other than a T-shirt, we'd we'll be happy to accommodate you. <laughs>
0: Yes, my name will be on the back of the dong, just so you know, uh, so the ladies will feel special. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They'll feel I'm, special, I'm, all right. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, also, you guys can also find us on youtube.com forward slash The J House. Make sure you hit that follow button on there and also on iTunes. Leave a comment and, you know, support the studio. All right, so we're going to jump into the news section right about now. We're going to start off with a pretty interesting topic. James Gunn is coming back to the Guardians um, of the Galaxy. About time. Yes, I have to agree. I have to agree. Um, when I first found out that he wasn't going to be doing the film because of the whole Twitter incident that happened, I was a little upset because, as I said before, Guardians is one of my favorite MCU films, honestly. And I felt like what he brought to that film, what he brought to you know that universe this made it interesting and i was a little unsure as i was a little unsure if he wasn't there if the film was going to still be great so but being that he's coming back i think that's pretty amazing i'm really looking forward to that so well uh
1: well first of all let me comment on one thing and then i'm going to say the reason why i think they brought him back okay um if he wouldn't have done it i think they would have tapped uh and i forgive me cuz i can't pronounce his name uh tsukai watatiti the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce Uh, his name either. (laughs) Yeah. Don't feel bad. Um,
1: So I believe they would have tapped him to to have done it. And I think it would have been a good movie, but I don't think it would have been a great movie. Um, The reason why I say that is because there's a certain rhythm that the characters have, the actors have with the director. And I think they're at this point, they're very much do a lot of shorthand. So um, I think that uh, it would have been a good movie. But I'm glad they brought him back. And I think one of the reasons why they brought him back is because he was so gracious about it. You know, yeah. people were saying stuff and he was like, listen, they made a decision that they felt is best for their company. I have to respect their decision. And I, you know, and I'm very appreciative for everything that they brought me. And he stayed silent. You know, he didn't comment anything or when they would ask him, he would repeat the same thing. I'm grateful for the opportunity. It was a corporate decision. They did something that they felt was right for their company. And I cannot blame them for doing so yeah and I think his graciousness and his politeness showed that he was a different person than the person who wrote those tweets way back when. um we all change, we all evolve some for the good, some for the good, and some for the bad. He obviously was for the good, and you know he understood that um it's better to be gracious, kind, uh, and intelligent with response uh and not someone who lashes out like the guy who directed a fan stick mm-hmm. the the horrible fantastic four film
0: oh my god um,
1: oh yeah dude like he we don't talk that. about
0: that over here <laughs> yo
1: he trashed the house that the the that uh that fox rented for him and really? a lot of other little petty stuff and he like lashed out at fox for all this other stuff wow you know um and he has the right to be mad and upset he really does
0: yeah because
1: the first half of the film where he was in total control was interesting
0: mm-hmm. the
1: second half of the film i was like um, did somebody change the channel on me? Because <laughs> this is a different movie. Yeah, you can tell the difference. You can definitely tell the difference. Yeah, and thing being naked all the time, it's like, what the hell is that? And <laughs> they turn him into a Barbie doll, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think James Gunn went about it very, very well, honestly. I really respect him for, you know, the way he went about it. And I'm really looking forward to him coming back. And a lot of the actors, I think, that also helped sway the decision too. A lot of the actors expressed their concern over on Twitter and social media that they were really upset that he wasn't coming back. A lot of them even thought about not coming back to the film. No, a lot of them
1: flat out said they're not coming back.
0: And exactly. Yeah. So I think I think Disney was kind of in between a rock and a hard place. You know, um, I think if James Gunn didn't react the way he did. Then they would have obviously had no other choice but to just say, hey, listen, I guess we're just not doing this film. If the actors aren't here and et cetera, et cetera. But being that he reacted the way he did, it's it's pretty much good for everybody.
1: It really it's is. It really, really is. So he he um, did the right decision, the right move. Very class act. I applaud him for it. My hat stepped off to him. You know, the man um, is, is humble. And I think that really helped him out.
0: Yeah. I also want to touch on something else from the DC side of things. Just really quickly. We don't have to dive into it too deep. How do you feel about them uh, rebooting the Suicide Squad? Uh, Good idea. You think so? You don't don't think it's too soon? Absolutely good idea. No, 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 no. Okay, here's the thing.
1: The problem with the Suicide Squad we got, it was a movie made by committee. And I feel like it shows. Not only that, they hired a company that edits trailers to edit the movie. And those are two completely different sets of skills. Really? Yeah. And it really shows towards the end battle. And here's a scene that, that most people won't notice, but I noticed right away when they're all hiding behind the pillar Mm. um, and they have a conversation, they said, okay, let's do it. And next thing you know, they're like practically in front of the the bad guy, whatever her name was. It's like, wait, what happened to that little step in between? And I just kind of felt like they were just, the movie felt like they were flying through material. Like, things just got chopped up. Um, it was three different companies and people who, who who edited that movie. And they literally said, okay, I like person A scene, I'll use this. I like person B scene, I'll use this. I like person C scene, I'll put this one and this one. And it just, it was all done by committee, so it didn't feel connected. Wow. And, and us as a viewer felt disconnected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the reason why I think the reboot is a great, great, great idea. Absolutely great idea. And I think Will Smith did his possible worst work ever. Um, and that includes After Earth, um, in this yeah. movie. Yes. I think he did his absolute worst work, you know. Uh that character is not a uh he's not a funny guy. He's not like, well, that just doubled, you know. Blah, 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 like, eh. You know, and, and although his costume stayed true to the to the character. Um, I, I would have liked costume. to have seen Yeah I would have just liked to have seen it a little Better like I felt like the mask Was too bright compared to uh, The rest of the Uniform mm-hmm. uh, although that is True to the comics I would have liked to have seen Them put maybe some white piping Somewhere into the costume Itself so it felt like it blended You know and it yeah. was shot so dark At certain points it just kind of felt like a floating Head whenever he wore his helmet Um. <laughs> uh, oh yeah and, and i just kind of think those things, will smith <laughs> exactly and i don't like the the actress playing harley quinn
0: i was excited when i first heard she was doing the role and then when i saw the film i felt like she over exaggerated that character just a little too much it felt like a, a, a lot of the characters in there just felt really forced in my opinion yeah. um and yeah like you said you know like the shooting style was horrible I, I, I hated it I hated the shooting style of that film I felt everything like you said was just a bunch of little mini trailers mini short films smashed together and they called it a movie you know yeah. what I mean
1: Viola Davis who played Amanda Walker played the part beautiful
0: oh yeah she was the best I part love, of the film
1: she was the absolute best part of the film absolute best part of the film Will Smith terrible <laughs> Absolutely terrible Nah man like you know Everyone understands Will Smith plays Will Smith In every movie and we yeah. all know this Um, But it works In um, Men in Black I thought he was you know he's funny He was the right character For it I mean he was yeah. great uh, In other movies you know he's been great And when he actually acts he's amazing um, yeah. But I just kind of Like I felt his performance in After Earth Was better than Suicide Squad And After Earth's terrible movie
0: Yes, it is a horrible movie because his son can't act. <laughs> same as
1: life. Yeah, it was not that you know? great. And Jared Leto's Joker is fucking terrible.
0: Oh my! I was so disappointed at that. And you know, Joker is one of my favorite characters in in the in the uh, DC universe. Yeah, I was really upset about that. I I just feel like that movie was just not great. I mean, I think it's a little soon for a Suicide Squad, but I don't mind them, you know, doing the whole series over again to kind of give it, like, a nice, fresh coat of paint and really try to get people to look at it a little differently. Yeah, you know also,
1: um, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's son is in Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he did a good job with a very small part that he has. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know who he is, rewatch the movie and go, is that a young Clint Eastwood? No, that's his son. What character was he? Uh, he was... He was one of the mercenaries. I have to go back and look at that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you if that that you see the one scene where um, uh, Harley takes off her top and she's in a bra and she's like, what, what, what? Like he has a very, there's a good close up of him having a reaction.
0: Oh, show. OK. I know who you're talking about. He had a about. beard. I mean, he looks yeah. exactly like his father. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So, um, but yeah, Suicide Squad reboot coming soon. Um, I'll probably check it out. What um, I want to
1: see more of in Suicide Squad is I want to see them take, like, a useless character and blow their head off.
0: What do you mean when you say, like, literally? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: uh, like you know how they did it in the first Suicide Squad?
0: um, That one
1: character, they blew his head off and he was trying to escape? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of when they're trying to escape, I want to see her, like, uh, Amanda Waller just saying, you know... Like do what I say or I'm gonna blow your head off, and then somebody bad her, and she's like, okay, click, boom, <laughs> let's go with the mission. I just I want to see Amanda Wallard's, um, like coldness come through more in the movie,
0: because yeah, I think it, I yeah. think
1: like in in the in the animated uh, versions, like they mm-hmm. really like push that, and I think that's just it adds a level of um them hating their job to it, which I like.
0: Yeah, I think it deserves to be a little bit more um smash mouth in your face. And I think that'll b I think that'll bolt well to the film and like that style of that film. Yes. So you know, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Um and still more comic book news, obviously. Uh Angelina Jolie is rumored to be joining the MCU. Very bad decision.
1: One of the things that keeps uh Marvel good is a lot of these actors aren't A list actors or former A-list actors. You know yeah. they're more like B list and C list who who could jump into the role. And I and I just think she's she's um overexposed, overplayed, and I've never liked her in a lot of the stuff she's done.
0: I'm not a huge Angelina Jolie um fan, honestly. Um, as far as her role in the Eternals, I mean, we don't know what role she's going to play, but I don't know. I mean, look, I mean, look what happened with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, before he became Iron Man, he was known to be drugged up and just a Hollywood, you know, has been. Now look at him. He's like the best character in the MCU right now. Exactly. I don't really have a major opinion about it. I, I was just curious as to, like, what they're going to do with her. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's interesting. Out of all the people they decide to go with, they go with her.
1: You yeah, know I mean? someone who's terrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> look, all you weird. have to do is look at Laura Croft, and you can be like, oh, yeah, she's terrible. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Every time I see Angelina Jolie, I think of Laura Croft. I think of Tomb Raider, you know, and it's bad to say that, but the the last time she played a comic book uh hero or a comic book personality i think was in the movie wanted that came out in 2007 and you you know what though like she did a
1: she did a good job at wanted i i think that was a good role for her yeah you know very not very emotional very like you just know, badass yeah you know like i don't not give a damn even about badass it. <laughs> just kind of like you know um it it fit more who she is someone who just doesn't care about the world uh, it's all yeah. about me
0: yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just curious to see who she's going to play or what type of character she, you, you know, they're going to give her because that's going to be interesting. Um, and we're going to also, one last thing I wanted to throw in about comic books at the moment is they're going to remake Batman. And it seems like they're going to start from the beginning, the Batman, with the name of the film, to be set in the 90s. And the penguin is going to be the villain, supposedly. Uh Give me the Riddler, man. Thank you. Give me the Riddler. (laughs) I thought I was the only one. (laughs) No, the
1: Riddler is a better foe for Batman because he's intelligent. He's smart. Batman has to, like, be a detective. And and not that the Penguin isn't a good villain. He is. But it's been done so terrible for so long. You know? Um, Gotham has a good Penguin, but they stuck to more of him being that you know, sophisticated person and things like that. Yeah. And, and, and Penguin is more of a mob boss. He's not really like a villain, you know, yeah, Exactly. Like, like he has clubs and legitimate businesses and that's his front. Give him the Riddler. Someone who's fucking off their rocker, but fucking smart as hell, you know?
0: Yeah. I love Gotham. Uh, I, I watch every episode of that show and some of my favorite scenes in that show is scenes that involve the Riddler because like you say you know he's smart he adds a totally different dynamic to the show a totally different dynamic to Batman and we haven't really seen it used that often yeah we saw Jim Carrey do his thing with it but I was kind of I felt a little eh about the whole Jim Carrey being the Riddler thing I felt like Jim Carrey was just being Jim Carrey Um, again you have to
1: look at the director and, and, and that explains everything.
0: Yeah, you're right. But then again, yeah, that director wasn't really that great. He he kind of ran that series into the ground. You know who else I would like to see? Who? Do do uh, Ray Shaw Yes, that's another. You know what? That's one thing I like about Gotham. Gotham has shown so many characters that I either either forgot about or didn't really know about, and like they brought it. To the forefront. And they did just interesting things with the character. Gotham even brought up, uh, what's the little puppet? What's his name? Um, oh. Um, what the Scarface. Yes. They even brought Scarface on the show. It was short-lived, which, you know, kind of sucked. But still, like, I would love to see, like, the big films play with different characters. We've seen Penguin already. We've seen Joker a million times. Let's dive We've into seen different Cat characters.
1: Woman. I'm so sick of Catwoman.
0: And I heard they were making another Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, that Catwoman movie was horrible. I'm sorry. I know people out there love that movie. It was horrible. Oh, like, uh, oh what's it? <laughs> Halle Berry, right? Yes, they need to just trash that film. Just burn it. It was horrible. I love Halle Berry. Don't get it twisted. Yo, I, know, I tried Berry. watching that movie and I just fucking shut it off. I think I and walked I, out during the movie theater. No. Uh you know, and, and I love Halle Berry, you know? Exactly. It, it was it was just bad. It was horrible. That was just a cash grab. It was so. fucking terrible. <laughs> All right, so but I had hopes for it because I was like awesome, a woman of color playing that character, like what a changed. Exactly. That was and that kind of goes back to what you were saying before about trying different things in the comic universe with different characters of different backgrounds and yet for that time I, I thought that was amazing too that they were trying something totally different because we were never used to seeing a black cat woman and i was like wow like they're they're taking a risk they're taking a chance on something different and the movie was horrible i was like really
1: but one thing i did like about cat woman with her is they never once said her race you understand what i'm trying to say yeah because she could have been a latina you know she could have been hindu she could have been you know like anything you know, yeah. that's mixed. Um, and they didn't mention it, which I thought was great because, you know, why do you got to mention it?
0: Yeah, you know what just, I'm trying to say? Just let it, just let it be.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just let it be. But one thing I don't think they would ever do is um, let Batman be someone of color.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, probably not, honestly, because I I feel like that would anger a lot of people. A lot of people would really be upset about that. And I think so many people. Yeah, I I think anybody taking that chance would be too scared to take that chance because they know they would get backlash like crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, our biggest hope for a uh, quote unquote white character to be someone of color is Idris Elba becoming James Bond.
0: I don't think it'll happen.
1: (laughs) I don't think it'll happen, but I would love to see that
0: everybody's been wanting that for years, man. Like everybody. And I'm definitely one of them. I would love to see that 50, yeah. 50. It probably won't honestly. No, I, it, I don't it, think it it'll happen. Won't happen. I don't think
1: it'll happen. It, it, it's still, um, you know, Trump brought out, um, all the racists in hiding and they fortunately, unfortunately, excuse me, have become, um, a very large loud voice that will ruin any opportunity for variations or a new take on characters
0: oh yeah for sure for sure I mean look at I'm sorry go ahead
1: no I was just gonna say and I think that's sad
0: I mean look at what happened with Star Wars Um, I don't know if you know but Star Wars I think the Force Awakens I believe it was when they had a black guy play a stormtrooper there was actually Finn oh yeah yes people were really upset that there was a black person playing a stormtrooper. Well, here's my thing on it. When I
1: first saw it, I was like, really now. And the reason why I said really is because the stormtroopers and the empire were always, um, you know, uh, Nazis, you know, that's how they were portrayed. Yeah. So, um, when, um, when I saw him as a black man, I was like, Oh shit! They're not going with the whole Nazi thing. Okay, cool. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> you know, um, oh, so so for me that that really wasn't. First, it was a, like a Scooby Doo, huh? And then, <laughs> like a quarter of a second later, it was like, oh, okay, this is going to be interesting because it, it's they're 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 changing the idea of them being Nazis into them just being a regime. You know, that steals children and adopts them into this mentality and forces them into to be stormtroopers and stuff like that. So for me, like the first one, you know, that's why I liked it. It was like, oh, you're you're changing. um, You're evolving the mythos behind Star Wars. And I like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I felt the same. Who way I feel I bad for
1: that. who who I feel bad for is the Korean girl. Why so? Because, yo, there was so much hate for her. And I was like, really? how could you have hate for this character who was like, a good balance to Finn? And not mm-hmm. only that, you know, like, there's this sort of weird love story going on there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's wrong with it?
0: Yeah, like, I didn't yeah,
1: understand yeah. it. I loved her character. Like, she literally deleted her Twitter because of how much she was harassed.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of negativity that came out of that film when it was announced, you know, with the characters that were in the film. At first, when I saw the commercial, I just thought, oh, maybe somebody just robbed a stormtrooper outfit or something like that. But then when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, he's actually a stormtrooper. Like, I I thought maybe he was just going undercover or something, but he was actually a stormtrooper. And I was really surprised at that, you know, that they decided to take that risk. And people gave him a lot of hate. They were sending him tweets and like messages and things like that how they were upset that you know he was playing that role and i'm like why like why make it such a big deal like that
1: no the only thing i didn't like was they kind of made him a little too naive but um as the movie went on first of all i hated the movie but as the movie went (laughs) on it made sense because he was sheltered in the empire exactly yeah so I, i it made sense to me watching the movie I hated the fact that they made him a liar, but they kind of treated the character more as a teenager as opposed to someone in their 20s. Yeah,
0: again, that's what I
1: felt. Yeah. I let it go because he was sheltered in the Empire. So I let it go. But I did, I did enjoy his character for the most part. Who I hated was um, wh- whoever the chick is, the, the main character. Ray. Ray. What I hated was Ray was a Mary Sue, she could do it all. She can fight with a lightsaber, she's a pilot, she can repair things, she can do anything you want. Uh no. <laughs> no. Because no one is all that, you know? Yeah. And people were saying, oh, well, she could fight with a staff. That means she could fight with a sword. No. Anyone who started who studied those forms of martial arts huh. know that a sword is a sword and a staff is a staff. And yes, there are certain things that are similar. But it's the same like boxing, the same like karate and everything else. A punch is a punch. But that doesn't mean that someone who's into karate can fight like a boxer. Someone who's a boxer can fight karate. You know, they're all unique styles. And I hated her, Ray because she was a Mary Sue. I can do it all. No. No. Oh, man. And she has zero Jedi training and all of a sudden she's a Jedi. No.
0: Yeah, I was a little turned off by that, too, how she just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden, oh, I'm discovering my powers from for just no apparent reason. <laughs> I, w- I would love to see Finn become a Jedi. That's honestly, that's what I thought was going to happen, but it didn't really turn out that way. But I guess we'll see what the future films coming out, if they're going to kind of go that route. I just feel like they won't do it only because they got so much heat for him just being a stormtrooper I feel like they might be too afraid to take that chance with him being a Jedi but that would be awesome from stormtrooper to Jedi is a great journey and he's not the first black Jedi hello yeah true you're right yeah Samuel Jackson yeah you're right I completely forgot about that film so I mean yeah I I don't know why people were bugging out I mean we had a black Jedi before so what's wrong with having a black stormtrooper
1: I I believe this (laughs) is It's racism because, you know, and a lot of it is is subconscious by the filmmakers. I just finished seeing Black Panther because you said that, I, you know, oh, you should watch it and blah, 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 blah.
0: Oh, you finally
1: watched it. Yeah, I saw it, right? And I was like, okay, it's a Marvel movie. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But I never understood where they were like, oh, it's a diverse cast. It's a diverse cast, diverse cast. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Instead of having a token black guy, now you have a token white guy. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just... The roles are reversed. You, you want to see a diverse cast? Okay. Show me Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Captain America, um, show me Black Panther, and let's say, you know, an Indian uh or, or Ms. Marvel, the, the Muslim uh superhero. Show me oh, them as yeah. as a team. That's a diverse cast, you know? Many different people.
0: I think the big thing that came with Black Panther that people were so excited about is because we don't get a chance to see a lot of black superheroes. And I think Black Panther coming out, and for the fact that, it, that it's called Black Panther, I think everybody just got really excited about it. And I was one of them. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the last decent black superhero movie we had was what, Blade? And that was like years ago. Blade you know awesome. what I mean? Blade. Blade, Blade was, was awesome. I love Blade. So I just think that's why everybody got really, really hyped about it is because we don't really get it that often. And every time we have a black character who is in a certain role, you know, hence, you know, um, um, Star Wars, but Finn, we get ridiculed for playing a certain role. Oh, why are they playing that role? Why are they the hero? Why are they this? Why are they that? So now we have a film, a black predominantly film, where we are the hero. You know, we are the one that's you know, trying to save the world. Right. We are the one that are the Kings. We're the Queens. We're the princesses and the princes and people really, you know, flock to that film because of that. And I think that's why it became such a big hit, you know, to a lot of people.
1: The movie was good. Absolutely. It was good. And I loved the uh, the pacing of it, the story of it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I liked how they made uh T'Challa, you know, human as opposed to in the comic book where he's kind of an asshole.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, um I like I really the like change they made in him. Yeah. I like how um him with his sister, he it, you know, they act like brother and sister. They don't act like, you know, anything else.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I thought it was good. And oh, uh who played the mom? Oh, what is her name? Oh, um Well, who well, we know who we're talking about. Yeah. Like I thought she played the part beautifully and her with the
0: white dreads I thought was fucking gorgeous yeah i i love the white treads i loved it i'm not gonna lie
1: yeah i just killmonger i thought was an excellent excellent bad guy and i liked how in the end the message that killmonger was trying to say got to t'challa and he was like yeah you're right we've been living in a bubble too long and we need to um help everyone you know not just our own little corner of the world. I did love that message. And they didn't beat you over the head with it, you know? Like some movies try to like go out of their way and it's just like, don't don't make it, don't beat somebody over the head with it. Make it na- a natural progression of the character like it did in Black Panther. And I thought was beautiful. Absolutely
0: excellent. Oh, and the mom's name in real life is Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett.
1: Oh, she, she did a How Stella Got Your Groove Back.
0: Yeah, she's an amazing actress. I yeah. freaking love her. She's the GOAT, man. Here's the other thing. If you want to talk about a Marvel movie with a diverse cast, you're talking about Ant-Man. Oh, yes.
1: Latino, a Russian, a black man, and a white guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's a diverse Very cast. Very diverse cast. And inside note, I thought it was pretty funny because uh, Ant-Man calls his daughter Peanut. And uh, I actually called my daughter Peanut, so I thought that was pretty hilarious. I call my nephew Peanut. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Black Panther was amazing. Um, I like Killmonger. I feel like what they did in the film as far as the storyline kind of speak to the real life of, you know, like the black struggle. Basically, you know, just speaking to the fact of like, you know, people who are of color who come out of poverty and they get to a position where they have money or they can live life a certain way that they want to. Just always give back to your community. Never forget where you came from. You know, always give back to where you grew up. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that's kind of sums up the storyline of Black Panther. You know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of people, once again, flock to that. And they can, you know, and they can relate to it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, we're not going to dive too deep into Black Panther. Um, we're going to go on to our next news topic. Uh, which is the Green Sorry Deal Sorry about I that, you. I went on a tantrum Nah, hey, it's all good, man, that's what we're here for It's all good um, uh, We're gonna go on to the Green Deal now I, I see you have a few things in here that you wanted to point out About the Green Deal
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just really brief Like, I just kind of think it sucks that they didn't pass it um, Oh, they didn't pass it They did not pass it and, oh. and the whole thing was Like, people were forgetting That it wasn't a law It's basically a suggestion Congress thinks that, you know, um, we should go green by this year. We should start doing this, this, and this. And it sucks because the country should have been set along that path to get something right. You know, like, let's let's go more towards greener technology. Let's get things um, going in a better direction. Because, yeah, we might be okay, but our grandchildren might not be okay. You know? The, if the world gets six degrees hotter Central America and South America start becoming a desert Wow you know yeah and guess where a chunk of our food comes from
0: yeah exactly our coffee
1: <laughs> exactly
0: you know what I mean you know I mean the only
1: for Africa it would be a little better because you you'd have a little better farmland. Yeah. But then you have other parts of the world that are totally fuck with a totally different ecosystem, you know. Um, it just we need to grow, as a people, as the human race, we need to grow up and realize we need to clean up our mess. And I think that it not passing is sad.
0: So what does that mean now? So does that mean that they're going to start slowing down on trying to force people to you know get you know like solar panels and things like that? Or well, well, Trump got rid of a lot of that stuff.
1: Um, he's just like, oh, we're gonna go with coal. We're gonna, we're gonna go into our national parks and get all the resources out of there. A- and his his greed doesn't have you understand that the national park is a resource. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, trees make oxygen. Trees help clear the air. You know, I mean, all that stuff is just like stuff that should be done. I mean, we should be building windmills farms in the Midwest where we can literally just get electricity and that electricity spreads out everywhere. And the windmills can also double as uh cell towers. It can also uh double as you know point-to-point communication for Wi-Fi and things like that. And people don't seem to understand that these ideas are pushing technology forward and us forward. When you have Europe having windmill farms and Getting electricity for nothing or next to nothing, you know, uh, and raising the quality of life. And we're we're the one of the biggest countries in the world and we're supposed to be the best and we're not. And we're not because there's too much greed involved. And instead of thinking, all right, these oil companies, instead of them saying, you know what, let's diversify, let's get into this windmill, let's get into the solar panels, let's keep earning our money. You know, as one resource dies and another one becomes available. And I think it's just, it's very short sighted and it's very stupid.
0: Honestly, I think we just have to learn to evolve. You know, I mean, as, as the country gets older, as the world gets older, things change, you know, the environment is changing. I mean, it's pretty evident and we just have to learn to evolve. And I feel like the current officials who are in office right now don't have that mindset. And until we get somebody in there who has that mindset, it's not going to change. You know what I mean? My whole thing is, I just think that the businesses are being very short-sighted.
1: You know, like if your yeah. business is to sell, um, like look at the soda companies, right? They went from selling a ton of soda and they were like, Hey, listen, there's a need for water. Let's sell water. We can literally bottle tap water, sell uh-huh. it to people. And we'll make 98% profit off everything. Yeah, You know, and they moved in a different direction and they're earning a shit ton more money because they literally said, hey, let's diversify and let's get something else. You know what? Coal companies, they even they're like coal is dying. Coal is dead. Oil companies should go, hey, let's get into um, investing in companies like Tesla, you know, um, and let's start getting involved in companies that provide renewable resources. And those companies will still exist.
0: You know, and those companies will move forward and they'll continue to be billionaires. I mean, yeah, like you said before, um, in a previous episode, it's, it's going to be up to the companies to kind of help, you know, help people become more responsible without really making them responsible. I mean, even Tesla right now, they're trying to come out with a more reasonable car, you know, because Tesla is pretty expensive, you know. Um, but now they're trying to come out with a car, I think that's 40,000, 30 something thousand I'm scheduled for a test drive next month. Really? Yeah. I'm going to do a test drive and see it.
1: I'm going with you. I'm going with you. (laughs) Uh, After I do the, after I finish paying off um, my pickup, I'm looking to get a Tesla.
0: I've always wanted to get a Tesla and I just never would even think about getting it because it was always so expensive. And then once they said that they were going to come out with a cheaper version, I was like, you know what? If I can afford it, I'm in there. That's an amazing car, man. Yes, it is. Amazing car. We should do like a, you know, kind of like a review video one day. Like if you go test drive it or something. <laughs> I think that yeah, be cool. I've had
1: it, I've had it rescheduled a whole bunch of times, but uh, the week of my birthday, I'm mm-hmm. uh, so I have the whole week off. I'm going to
0: go schedule my test drive then and just do it. So they let you, know. you test drive it without the intention to buy, or do you have to have have like an intention to buy?
1: Uh, all you have to do is just go get a schedule. You know, and like oh, every really? salesman, they're going to try to get you to buy it. But when I spoke to them, I was like, listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to buy for at least another year to a year and a half. You know, so I'm looking at this to decide whether I'm going to go for another
0: truck or I'm going to go for this or I'm going to keep my truck and go for this. So now we're going to jump into our show topics. A few weeks ago, uh, the GDC had their conference, which is which is the Game Developers Conference. Uh, it's pretty much where all all game developers get together to discuss different technology and, you know, things that are going on in the development world. So Google announced their gaming platform called Stadia, which is supposed to be their. It's pretty much, long story short, it's going to be a way to stream games through the Google browser without any kind of, like, system or hardware. The only thing you're going to need is just a controller with Bluetooth, and you could just pretty much play any game you want straight through the browser. And they're claiming that we're going to be able to stream games at 1080, 60 frames a second in some places, even 4k. So, um, yeah. What do you think about it? It's that? not an,
1: it's not a new idea. Um, people who are old enough will remember that you used to be able to log on to these websites and play all these flash games. Yeah.
0: Wow. Um, I forgot about using that. An old, You're
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. They're using an, old bus- using an old business model with modern touches. And I think it's a good idea. I think it was successful in the past, and I think it'll be successful in the future because it's been done before. Yeah. And
0: everyone now is connected
1: 24-7. So I think
0: it'll work. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I'm not even discouraged that it won't work. I just want to actually try it to see how it works. I mean, last year I did sign up for their beta program, where I tried out um, one of their um, Assassin's Creed games and I played it through the browser and it ran pretty it ran pretty good. Um, it wasn't the best frames. I think I was getting maybe like 30 frames a second, but it ran pretty good. And we're pretty much getting to the point where everything is being streamed now. So if you're a gamer and you just want to play without having to get the latest system or if you don't have a crazy computer setup, you can just get online and just play games that. 80, 60 frames a second. And they, they, they even claim that you don't even have to have the best internet. You just have to have a stable internet connection.
1: I have a question for you. Is it a subscription or is it free?
0: That's the thing that they did not announce yet. They did say that it is coming out this year, um, but they didn't announce the price. They didn't announce whether it was free. In my opinion, I think it's going to be a subscription. I think that's going to be the best way to do it. I just think it's going to be weird if you say, oh, you can come into the Google store and buy whatever game you want for Stadia at 60 bucks. I think that might kind of push people away to even try it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, all right, why would I even try to stream on my computer or a laptop or a phone or, you know, anything? If I had to go out and buy a $60 game, I might as well just play it on my PlayStation. You know what I mean? But I think if you have a subscription, it'll make people, it'll entice people to want to try it out. In my opinion. That's just my opinion so well my thing is um
1: it's just another subscription we have to go to Netflix is what $11 Hulu is like another 11 um you know if, if you're into Star Trek CBS All Access is another $11 now you gotta subscribe to this you've got your fucking cable bill you've got your internet bill like I kind of feel like all these subscription things are just becoming um burdensome on the consumer. And then Apple too has their gaming thing that, that they're doing too.
0: Yeah. That's another thing I want to talk about too, is, you know, um, um, Apple had their event where they announced a few, you know, um, things coming up with them and it wasn't even hardware this time. They announced all different types of services and, you know, they have the Apple arcade coming out. which, like you said, is another, you know, service that you can pay for monthly and you'll get these, exclusive games that are only coming out to Apple Arcade, which I think it's interesting that they're diving into the gaming thing. I think a lot of people are diving into gaming now. It's it's becoming a big thing. Um, But like you said, there's so many subscription services out there. I don't even know if I want to add anything else. I mean, at this point, I have Netflix. I have Hulu. um, I have my PlayStation Plus. I have uh just so many different subscription services and it's getting to the point where it's becoming a major bill a month so i mean i'll i'll try out stadia just to try it to see how it is but for right now i don't see stadia taking me away from my playstation at this point i don't and that's yeah and that's the other thing you know um
1: you're not going to pull me away from my game console exactly You know, and and the thing is, too, like as great as it is, you forget now that now you have corporations and you have schools and you have colleges now that may filter you. So you can't play it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So my whole thing is like, it's great that they're coming out with this, but I think it's going to be for a certain type of people. It's not going to be for everybody. It might not even be for the hardcore gamer. The hardcore person is going to say, you know what? I got my PS4. I got my Xbox. I'm good this might be more so and the for other thing is to have that yeah and the other thing too is um how's it gonna is it gonna work on your phone yeah apparently you can do this from anywhere that will allow you to open a, a google browser so you could do it from your phone you could do it from your um, laptop you could do it from your tablet like tv anything that has a google browser on it you can do it from so that's how it's supposed to work
1: and the thing is too if you do it on your phone does it how much of your data plan will it eat up
0: that yeah, see that that's another thing. See, like they weren't really they were really vague at giving specifics as far as how the service is gonna work, as far as prices and everything like that. They just only really announce what it's gonna do. So I think depending on the price, depending on how everything works, I think that's gonna determine how people go into this, basically. If it's a subscription service, I feel like they can't charge no more than fifteen bucks for it. If they do, people are not gonna it's not gonna be attractive to certain people. So, we'll see how it turns out. Um, I I know I won't do it. Yeah, I mean, I'll try it. I'm sure they're going to have to have a free trial. Like, I don't think they're just going to throw this out and say, hey, pay for it. Like, they have to have a free trial. So, if they have a free trial, I'll try it out. If not, then no bueno for me. (laughs) Yeah, my whole thing is I won't do it because I still haven't had a chance to finish
1: playing Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man. I'm I'm at 97% and it's been there for
0: like, a month. really yeah i need yeah, to I, just, I need to get that I, game. i don't have the time i need to get that game i don't have the time oh it's fucking worth it spider-man is fucking <laughs> worth it <laughs> yo one day i'm gonna have to get street fighters if you guys don't know me and los used to play street fighter like addicts back in the studio with the uh, greater studio and oh yeah we gotta we gotta get back in street fighter soon man so i'm gonna try to get a hell yeah of you
1: know i'm i'm like a Chun Li freak
0: Oh yeah, I know. All you do is that damn freaking rapid kick all day long. <laughs> hey man, it's part of her move. Oh man, that's all he does, guys. He, he just literally just sits there. No, no, cook. no. My
1: gaming has involved. You know what? You people got mad is because I like the fact that she can move and flip, and I would jump from side <laughs> to side. And you people be like, I hate you.
0: Oh man, yeah, yeah. We but we used to play
1: against Bowie, man, I hated playing against Bowie, man.
0: One time, one night,
1: him and I were hanging out. We were just playing. Mm-hmm. He beat me, and I shit you not, I got the screen sh- screenshot somewhere, something like 36 times in a row. Are you serious?
0: <laughs> Yo.
1: I thought you would have been do done after not. the fifth time. <laughs> Yo, like, you know what? Like, I love playing with Bowie because, you know, we both kind of take it as a game, and we laugh, and we joke about it and stuff like that. Yeah. But I hate playing with Henry because Henry's like, ah, blah, blah, blah,
0: and I'm like, oh, I fucking hate you, Henry. I won't play video game for Henry. <laughs> I won't. Yo, we have to have a game night one day, man. Like, seriously, we really got to have a game night. I'm not playing Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so we're going to jump into the Apple event, which is our last show notes topic of the night. So they brought up, once again, the uh, Apple Arcade, as we already talked about. That's something that's going to be interesting. If they have a free trial for that, I'll try it out, only because, you know, they're going to have some exclusive games that I might want to, you know, try to give a look at. They also started, well, they already have this thing called Apple News, but now they have Apple News Plus, which gives people the chance to read different magazines from, like, you know, like newsstands and stuff like that on your phone. You know, like New York Times, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I could imagine that this is only for people who really are into reading magazines like that. It's not really for me, per se, but they do have a free trial for it. Ah. Just another way to get money, right?
1: <laughs> no, it's it's not even that. Is um There used to be this app out there, which I forget what it was called, where um, it would literally subscribe to like 20, 30, 40 different magazines, and you'd read them all off that one app, and I thought that was great. And this just sounds like that, but more expensive.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really that crazy about it. Why not just add that to your just Apple News segment? I mean, your Apple News app, period. Why add a different... Well, because
1: now, now you're talking to people who are into niches. A good example is, um, you do podcasts. So maybe you want to, uh, streamline your podcast information, Yeah, you know, and it pulls from all these resources and, and you know, in that one sense, it's great, but I, I just like the only time I touch a magazine is when I'm at the doctor's
0: office. And, and so I'm not really too into to magazines. I think this is more so for a certain type of person. Yeah. It's not for everybody. So the other thing they also talked about is the Apple card. Um, Apparently, it's a I I think it's a MasterCard, I believe, through Apple by Goldman Sachs. Yes. Yes. Um, And apparently there is no late fees. There is no annual charges or anything like that. Um, Yeah, it's just the in. Apparently, if you use the Apple card on your phone, you get a certain percentage of money back. Uh, same thing if you use it in person. It's like some kind of metal little card with no numbers on it, no expiration dates, no numbers on the back or anything. It's just like a metal card with like the Apple logo and stuff like that on it. Yeah. That's coming out sometime, I think, this year, I believe. Um, It seems interesting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. I mean, I need a new MacBook Pro anyway, so maybe I'll look into it. My whole thing about it is... Um I like the fact that it's high security.
1: There's no numbers on it. It generates something every time you purchase it. I love the security part of it. Uh but at the same time Apple's notorious for being really hardcore as who they accept for credit.
0: Oh yeah. I probably so won't be able to. You're only
1: going to have Yeah, you have to have like a like an 850, you know, credit score for it or some ridiculous thing like that. Um and and so that leaves 95% of the working people out of it. So it's just going to be an elite credit card for elite people, you know, because Apple's not one to look at losing money. And neither is Goldman Sachs.
0: I mean, like I said, all of these services seem like it's obviously each service is for a certain person. You know what I mean? So I guess we got to pick our poison at this point. Yeah. The last service I want to talk about with Apple is Apple TV and Apple TV Plus. Basically, Apple TV is what it always is. Uh, This time, they're going to be expanding uh, their services to different smart TVs and things like that. And it's actually coming to uh, the laptops, the MacBooks, finally, for the first time. I'm surprised it took them this long to get Apple TV on the MacBooks. It's
1: been a lot of negotiating. It's been a lot of uh, back and forth of rights and uh, percentages and who gets paid what. And Apple was trying to do it where they get the lion's share of the money. These media companies are now like, uh, no,
0: really, just to add to it, just to add it to their yeah.
1: laptops, yeah, wow. Because it was all about rights. Because HBO, Showtime, stars, Epic, Cinemax are like, I can go to Netflix and earn more money. I can go to Hulu and earn more money. You know, so they were like, so why should I go to you? Wow. And um, so then Apple had to like bite the bullet on a lot of things and give it more money than they wanted. Uh, to get this product launched and the problem and the, the reason why they had this problem is they did it too late this is something i should have been done
0: five years ago. oh yeah for sure for sure i mean i think it's great i have a lot of stuff in my apple library that i would like to watch on my tv but i can't so i, I think it's great that they're giving us the option to watch it on our smart tvs but
1: they're catching up to
0: roku and amazon fire oh yeah like you said it's a little late now but you know i guess yeah. it's better late than never Um, Yeah. And they also have uh, and yeah, and they they also have Apple TV Plus, which is going to be Apple TV with their own like, you know, like their exclusive shows and movies and things like that. And throughout the event, they brought out different, you know, directors and actresses and actors, you know, to kind of showcase some of the shows that they're going to be doing. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. Like I say, if they have a free trial, I'll try it out and see if these shows are worth it.
1: I will try it out,
0: but I have a feeling that I'm not going to stick with
1: it. If Apple plus TV, Apple TV plus allows me to cut the to cut the cord on my cable box. Yeah. I'd be willing to do it. But the other thing is too, is do I got to buy an Apple TV?
0: I don't think so. Because if they're allowing you to stream Apple TV to your, just like whatever smart TV you have right now, I could imagine the Apple TV plus is going to work on the same, same kind of scenario. Um, and they also have the option on Apple TV Plus that you can also connect your cable account to, your, to Apple TV Plus or Apple TV, whichever one. So now, like, if you have HBO, Showtime, whatever, Netflix, you can watch it through Apple TV now without having to open up a separate app, without having to turn, turn on your cable box. So you can just do literally everything through Apple TV. Go to your Hulu, go to your HBO, go to Nickelodeon, all through Apple TV.
1: Like if that's part of my television, I'm down. But you know, do I really want to spend 150 dollars for this app for this device? And then now, if you tell me, okay, buy an Apple TV HD for 150, dollars you get three months free of Apple TV Plus. I'll be like, uh, that balances itself out.
0: But I I think you know? isn't I think Apple TV is is coming as an app now. I think I don't think you have to get the box anymore. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent yeah, yeah. Actually it's the app. So there, there there's an
1: app, but there's also the hardware. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I said, it's just like if it's built into my television, like I'll buy a new TV um for this. I gotta buy a new TV within the next two or three years anyway, because it's just, with a smart TV I can add all this stuff.
0: Do you have a four K TV now or no?
1: Nah, it's just the human eye can't see in four K, so why am I gonna buy a four K TV?
0: That is very true. you know it does look beautiful though like spider-man would look beautiful on 4k
1: (laughs) yeah but with you know but think about it you know blu-rays aren't in 4k dvds aren't in 4k streaming service a lot of the streams that you watch aren't really in 4k only a select few so that's why i'm just i'm not excited about a 4k tv and the and my human eye cannot
0: see in 4k so i'm losing all the all the details that are there I don't know. We'll see, man. I mean, you know, they're they're doing good things. Apple's doing a few decent things right now. I mean, they're a little late to the party, but like you said once again, so many subscription services, man. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> what I would like to see Apple
1: do is, you know, all this online shit is great and the television and the credit card, that's all wonderful, but you know what? Give me better hardware.
0: Yes, you know. Exactly. Um, Cheaper hardware too. Make stuff a little more affordable. You know what I mean? Everything Yo, the Mac like the Mac minis over fucking price. Everything is a, and like, granted, I love Apple. I'm an I'm an Apple guy. I got a watch, I got a phone, I got the laptop. I'm an Apple guy. And I love the quality that we get with everything. But I just wish they would kind of be a little bit more considerate to some of your consumers and say, you know what, maybe we should drop a couple hundred dollars off on the laptop, you know, or at least make a cheaper version, you know, that we can afford. Not only that, like, um, the hardware for the, for the
1: Mac mini isn't the greatest fucking hardware, you know? I mean, I could build a Hackintosh that's smaller <laughs> than the Mac mini. No, I'm serious. This smaller than the Mac mini that has better specs and better hardware. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like once Steve Jobs passed away and other people are in charge of Apple, this, this level of, um, inaccessibility to the modern, to the average person is just very prominent. Yeah, you know, you weren't because look, the MacBook Pro was always the the most expensive laptop, you know, um,
0: and I love it. I have it. I'm still using my 2011. Yeah, I, um, I'm still using my 2012 right now, but and I need to upgrade, man. But it, it's 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 hard because of that price point. It's really yeah, hard. the other thing is too. It's like
1: you know, I used to be able to get a one terabyte hard drive, you know, with uh. With my MacBook Pro. And now to get 512 gigs of storage. I got to pay almost $3,000.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I paid
1: 2000 for mine. And I got that. And I got, you know, that storage. You know, like, I don't know. I don't understand why. Why are we looking at smaller hard drives? Someone like myself who's a DJ. Now that means I have to carry around a hard drive. Plus my laptop. Just a fucking DJ. So I got to have another point of failure that possibly happens there.
0: Exactly. And like just... This- and just looking at the uh, MacBook Pro right now, just the smallest one, the 13-inch, like, the cheapest one they have is $1,300. Like, that's the cheapest, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I I just kind of wish they would make one a little more affordable to a certain type of customer. I mean, me doing a lot of editing and, like, like right now I'm doing the podcast on my MacBook, you know what I mean? I do music and editing and stuff like that. I need a reliable laptop that's going to last me a few years. And the one I had, like I said, I've had since 2012 and it's time for me to upgrade, but.
1: And not only that, the smaller 13 inch only has 128 gigs of
0: storage. That's what I'm saying. So are you fucking kidding (laughs) me? I have a fucking key drive that that's big. I know, man. It's, it's hard. My musical, my music
1: alone is 350 gigs and
0: growing daily. Wow. Yeah. Nowadays, honestly, man, it's it's getting to the point where you almost have to have a terabyte, period, like stock. If you have anything that's less than a terabyte, you're not getting any work done with that. All right. So this is going to be uh, pretty much the end of the show right now. We're going to leave off with some recommendations. Um, do you have any recommendations to, to leave off the show with?
1: Uh, yes. Just watch that Vin J um, mumble rap versus lyricist. You have to watch that. <laughs> He, he speaks a lot of truth in that. Uh the other thing I want to recommend is this one YouTube channel called Fact Fiend. F-I-E-N-D. With this guy called Carl Smallwood. British guy who picks these random topics like uh like a kid's show. Like here's one. Uh the kid's show more factual, factually accurate than the history channel. And he'll go on, on a tangent about that, you know, and he'll go like he has one on ODB. You know, old dirty bastard, people who don't know what that is, uh, from Wu-Tang, you know, and he talks about him and he talks about a lot of other stuff that, you know, that starts off as one small minor topic detail, but he expands it into so many other things. And it's interesting. They're like 15 minutes long, but it's worth sitting through, you know, and he's not really all that funny, but he's humorous. So those are my two
0: recommendations. Yeah, hey, you know, humor goes a long way, man. It goes a long way. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my recommendation for tonight is actually a show from Hulu called You're the Worst. Um, it's kind of, it's like a comedy slash drama. Um, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a really good show. It's, long story short, it's about two people who are pretty much horrible people. They're very self-destructive. And it kind of follows like their love story, basically. Um, it's a lot of comedy around it. And the one thing I love about the show is that it's, it's dark and it's real. You know, you have a lot of TV shows that, you know, show some of the good sides about the relationships and stuff like that. And everything is just, you know, you know, roses and candies and flowers and a few fights here and there. But it always ends with a happy ending. This show never I don't it barely ever ends in a happy ending. And I think that's one thing that I love about this show is that it's real. Uh, but yeah, you should check it out. That's my recommendation for today. I will check that out. Actually. Other than that, um, that's going to be about it today, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. I appreciate you guys showing love. Appreciate you guys listening.
1: And thank you very much for dealing with our tangents. Mostly
0: my tangents. (laughs) Hey, you know, tangents add colorfulness to the show. So it's all good. (laughs) Oh Yeah. So, yeah, once again, guys, uh, make sure you check out our YouTubes and our Patreon. Support the channel. Always uh, submit some likes, some thumbs up, share it with a friend. And that's going to be it for tonight. We will catch you guys later. and You guys have a good week. Peace out. Peace.